You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning and welcome into a Friday edition of Inside the Locker Room. I guess the last edition of 2023. Is that right, uh, Justin? My math is correct. So uh, we appreciate you guys listening throughout the year. Phone line is open, 205-342-9904. The X account's at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson. One email address for the show is Wimp and Barry at Yahoo.com. Download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone, and you can take us with you anywhere you go. There's also a chat box on the app that you can send messages that will go directly to us here at Inside the Locker Room. Before we get started, we want to thank a great sponsor uh, for Inside the Locker Room, and that is Yellowwood. Of all the colors, yellow is the most important, at least when it comes to building outdoors. No matter what your project is this season, Pier, deck, fence, pergola. Be sure to head to your local Yellowwood dealer for Yellowwood brand pressure-treated white pine. Yellowwood offers best protection against rot, fungal decay, and termite attacks, so it's no wonder Yellowwood is the brand of choice. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is closest to you. And always remember, guys, if you if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, excuse me, you don't want it. Uh, all right, uh, Dad, good morning. How are you this morning? Uh, doing okay, Barry. Uh, the four games that uh, was mentioned a minute ago, I'll briefly mention them again before we talk about tonight's schedule. Boston College is court playing at home in the Fenway Bowl. Beat SMU. Rutgers uh, played well all year, uh, better than people thought. Beat Miami. Miami ended up 7-6. They beat them 31-24. Kansas State 28-19 over NC State out of ACC. And uh, Arizona, Oklahoma caught up with them at the half, but uh, couldn't couldn't hold them intact. And Arizona uh, beat Oklahoma thirty eight to twenty four. So uh, that was what happened yesterday. And tonight, today, rather at eleven o'clock, you're going to see the Gator Bowl. It's my blue plate, first blue plate, Kentucky, and um, their their four point uh, dog. Comes as a four-point favorite to Gator Bowl, 11 o'clock on ESPN. And then at 1 o'clock on CBS, you've got Oregon State and, and Notre Dame. Notre Dame is 9-3, and three, having a good, pretty good year. And uh, they are a uh, six-point favorite. Uh, Iowa State and Memphis will play in the Liberty Bowl in, in Memphis. And uh, Memphis is 9-3. And, three. and uh, Brazil with Ohio State will be a good night game for you to watch if you're interested in watching night football in Missouri and Ohio State will play uh, in the Cotton Bowl so that, that should good be good um, today uh, Kentucky plays Illinois State in basketball UAB will play Asheville uh, here in Birmingham and LSU will play uh, today uh, in basketball the rest of the time the nine, there will be nine games tomorrow of not of of the SEC teams playing basketball to non uh, non conference schedules. Uh, Alabama, of course, is playing in Birmingham against uh, Liberty. 
that's only on ESPN Plus. And uh, Chattanooga and Auburn will play at 8 o'clock, and that's still on the SEC Network. So those are the games that uh, um, not a whole lot of news. You know, they want to talk about what the offense coordinator said to Milrow. It may have been just in conversation. You know, people get whatever. And also about Alabama looking at the iPad. Didn't look at the iPad because of signal stealing, that kind of stuff. Outside of that, I don't have anything. Oh, no, by the way, I'm sorry. We have Russell Bivin on. And I got Russell on because uh, uh, Tennessee changed quarterbacks. Uh, that's my blue plate special, probably. I want to hear what he had to say. He's a good guest to start with. And then we have uh, the picker of the year. And Doug Bell on at eight fifteen. Yeah, so Doug, uh, we'll we'll get Doug to make some picks. Is Doug first or is uh, is Russell first? Russell first. Russell's first. first. Russell's Russell. first. All right. Uh, quick Northridge update. We traveled up to Hoover yeah. yesterday. Uh, shot sixteen of fifty three from the floor. Uh, not did not play well. Uh, quite honestly, uh, the tapes I had, I did not have our team ready to play. Uh, to be quite honest with you, we didn't. Missed a lot of chippies around the goal. Couldn't stand up, so we lose to John Carey. It was well coached. They did a good job. Um, 45-42, uh, when you shoot that poorly, still have a chance to win. Uh, but uh, we'll get back at it today. Play a really athletic team out of Mississippi, Calhoun City. Uh, so we've had a lot of good wins this year, a lot of happy locker rooms. Yesterday was a very quiet one. But I, I was actually... Uh, not pleased, but uh, very disappointed. But, uh, you know, these kids really want to win. They were really hurting, so that means it means something to you. So hopefully we can bounce back uh, today. I want to get back to what you were talking about, the um, Milrow and the iPad thing. You know, normally Alabama's pretty tight-lipped. They don't let a lot of stuff come out that makes a lot of news. I'm actually disappointed that Jalen Milrow would say that. Uh, well, what's the point at this point? Uh, I mean, even your own coach used to have here wasn't sure if you were going to be the starting quarterback. They had to go three games into it. Uh, the way you had played, um, you know, you not passed the ball very well. Now, you you showed that if you got some experience uh, that you um, – could be a good, a good quarterback, but you were sitting behind Bryce Young. You're a tremendous athlete. Maybe they could have built a package for you, but you're not taking Bryce Young out of the game for anybody to run any package, anything. And when you that when you have a guy who is that athletic, sometimes you want to find other ways to get him on the field. Uh, so maybe Bill O'Brien, I don't know what Bill O'Brien said. Yeah, don't but, you know? But even right. his coaching staff didn't know going into the season. Callers didn't know. <laughs> No, the callers, we had callers killing them. Uh, so for him to say that, to me, is a distraction. Uh, yeah, I, a I, I agree. I, I think it, was, it, was, it didn't need to be said because we have, you know, nobody knew for sure what was going to happen. Nobody knew for sure after the loss to Texas where they were after the game, after the pouting at the, in the game, whether the coaches made a mistake in trying to find out who the number two quarterback was. But there's no no point in that. And people are looking for something uh, to grab a hold of and run with. And um, so they can do whatever. Yeah, people want to be critical of Bill O'Brien. So it just gives them a, an opportunity. Now we're going to pile on uh, for it. There's yeah. a lot of guys. There's a lot of people 
uh, in high school that didn't recruit Steph Curry, uh, that didn't even get a scholarship. So those guys develop over time. For him to say that, it's a little bit dis- to, again. It's a little bit disappointing to me. The iPad thing. Why even bring that up as well? Um, silly. It's it, it's silly, you know. Uh, and if the cheaty was that in depth, where they were, they were logging into your iPads to watch your film, then Michigan shouldn't be in this game uh, if they were doing things like that. But. I don't understand, and that's a lot of times why you don't like these guys talking to the media because stuff like this gets out. I thought um, uh, Tommy Reese spoke with the media. I thought he did a good job uh, there. But uh, you think Coach Saban, uh, this is a little bit frustrating to him. This stuff gets out now, and then now it's kind of becoming a distraction a little bit. Uh, or, or Probably something he didn't know. The SID and Coach are close because the SID is under a lot of pressure uh, and under the gun somewhat is to be be sure that things come off right, the right people are there, and, and the right things are said. That's just the way you do. Uh, when you if, you if you bring in a player like they're bringing in a kid from Southern Cal or if a guy's leaving, you're very, very try to be as careful as you can with not stirring up controversy, and the controversy is always there because social media has changed that. And people like to get on there on the Twitter and other things and and uh, decide what has been said when they really don't know what has been said. So um, I, I agree with you. Yeah, and the other is, you know, a day or two ago, out at, I think, Disneyland or World, whichever it is out there, with Jim Harbaugh compared Jalen Milrow. Yeah. But he said his backup quarterback is the most athletic player on his team. Yeah. Uh, he just doesn't have the experience. And so he wasn't being disrespectful to Jalen. People want to take that he's being disrespectful uh, to Jalen Milrow. Now, maybe if you're a coach, you twist it like that. But if you got to have something to motivate you uh, for this game, I don't think you know him saying that should motivate you yeah. anymore. It just... People take trying to take something well, that's yeah, said. I just, you, I just lightly mentioned it. I didn't want to get into it because I, I, <laughs> I just lightly mentioned it. So. Justin, I know you do, do a lot of the shows here, and I think people, they want to take that and run with it and make it really something that's not. He wasn't being – they're comparing it to what Kirby Smart said to what Jim Harbaugh said. Uh you know, then I guess this is radio. This is when you have this much time between <laughs> games. I guess you're looking for radio. This is all radio talk. Correct? Yeah, this is like in the off season when we're yeah. examining sentences and <laughs> you know how people say things. It really wasn't to take a shot at Jalen Milrow. I think people are just so used to him getting overly praised. Is that something to say? Like Kirby Smart said, he was a, a stronger, faster. Lamar Jackson, yeah, an NFL MVP. So there's nothing to this. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, but you're setting yourself up to go out there and play poorly when you yep. start when you start uh, saying things like that. Uh, you're going to go out and you. I just worry that he's not going to be careful. Yeah. When you start flapping those, you're better off flying under the radar. Uh, when you start flapping the gums, this guy didn't think I could be a quarterback. Um, you know, how'd that make you feel? Well, how would you feel if somebody told you you sucked? I'm sure that Bill O'Brien did not tell him he sucked. Uh, so I, I think the comparison is 
go back to Jalen Hurts. This was the same thing with him where people thought he might need to change positions, um, at least going into the league maybe, and we didn't hear from him once. But you never heard him come out and say they didn't believe in me. They didn't. He just kept working. And yeah, exactly. Stayed underground, kept working. And I think Jalen Milrow is a great kid, so uh, I don't think he – meant to make it maybe a big story. I, I don't know why he said it, but it, maybe you got a different take on it. I, I just, I think you set yourself up uh, to maybe not play as well when you start worrying about those kind of things at this later day. Royal Cleaners, they want to make life easy for you. They'll come right to you, pick up all the cleaning, get it cleaned up, deliver it right back. If you want to drop off there at University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue in Northport, or 4851 Rice Mine Road, right out there by the Publix on Rice Mine. Take the cleaning, take it with you to work. Wherever you are, they'll come to you, pick it up, get it cleaned up, deliver it right back, or you can drop off. 205-391-0034. Phone lines will be open, 205-342-9904. You're listed Tide 100.9 and 1230 AM, WTBC, the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Things looking pretty good on the roadways. Now, I am seeing some congestion. This is on Skyland at 69. Everything else looks pretty good. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. 205-886-8886. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good Friday morning. The family of 24-year-old Tristan Clark, who was shot and killed by TPD officers during a traffic stop on December the 20th, claimed it was unjustified. They want transparency in the Tuscaloosa Violent Crimes Unit investigation that is ongoing. TPD claims that Tristan Clark pointed a gun at the officers. Meanwhile, the occupants of the car say he did not. The officers were reportedly not wearing body cams. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage throughout the day. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Your Friday, mostly cloudy skies, rain showers, a few sprinkles, maybe a few snowflakes, uh, but don't count on it. 46 today, time. 32 tonight in most of cloudy skies. Then for your Saturday, clearing during the afternoon, the uh, daytime high 49. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 37 degrees in Tuscaloosa. For more from Tide 100.9, let's it fly! And it! <laughs> Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and SoundCloud. Inside the locker room, Yellowwood pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have a yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. Uh, what was that, uh, Justin? You were saying we got a message in the app. Some guy, I don't know if he's talking to us. He said Lance. I don't know who Lance is. Your position on Jalen Taylor. Jalen uh, Rose's 
Jalen's Rose Bowl comments does not surprise me. So predictable. Is he talking to us? Who's he talking to, Justin? Well, that one might be for y'all, I guess. Uh, yeah. Um, I, from what I understand, Lance is in the position that uh, Milrow is, I guess, justified in calling out Bill O'Brien. Uh, well, oh, baloney. I mean, if you want to, but the timing of it uh, is... You for what to, reason? Why don't you call out Nick Saban? Uh, he didn't have you as a starting quarterback. Uh, he was the head coach. You think Nick Saban makes the decisions? I think he does. Uh, and then, the, I don't know, I think the other show, when we got it to Tebow, and I, people want, the next thing you know, we're going to turn it into race, and it's just ridiculous. Uh, anyway, I, I never hear Jalen Hurts complain one time. I think he just kept working, and now he's a $250 million quarterback um, and just kept working. People told him he couldn't play. He lost his position, kept working. Uh, was ready when this time was called. Came in, won a game, SEC championship game for you. Uh, so I don't one, know. One of the all-time Nick Saban quotes, and he says this many times when he talks about creating value for yourself. He says the only place that you can guarantee to do it is on the field. Yeah. So that's right. Uh, and I think Jalen Miller was a great kid. He's had a great uh, season, and he has gotten to play uh, to where he's comfortable now. He doesn't. Uh, make a lot of mistakes used to make a lot of mistakes so you were kind of your hands were kind of tied offensively right dad but now that he's sure. uh throwing the ball a lot better uh more confident not turning the ball over that opens up the playbook which makes your offense better correct yeah i think so and of course you know everybody always considers accuracy on the on the fourth and 31 uh he's been he's been really pretty good pretty accurate not perfectly accurate but good accurate in He's a he's a fine athlete and a good player, and um, people that were trying to figure out what who the quarterback was going to be at Alabama were he was among three that were named, or anybody knew. So it's not it's not like not like it's a surprise. It's you know it's, everybody was wondering, making call in call in shows, trying to decide who it was going to be, and it was a big topic. It was a big topic on call in shows because it gave them all something to argue about, and so. Um, I think it was no point in it, but uh, it's been said, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, then once they, you know, as they got three or four games into the season, and they, it was solidified that he uh, was their guy. Then Tommy Reese and the staff yeah. can start to build things just around him. They're not worried about three guys being able to run things. Now, maybe you should have gotten to it quicker. I'm not going to argue that. I don't know. I wasn't at practice. I wasn't watching them. But at that, that point, you start to add uh, – plays and stuff to fit his yeah. skill set correctly. That's what coaching well, is, and then he gets better each and every week. Well, let me, let me give you the next one, Barry, if, you, if you'd like to have the next one for radio shows. If something happened uh, that Michigan beat Alabama, the next one would be Alabama did, didn't deserve to be there anyway. Yeah. That would be your next one. Yeah. Um, Alabama shouldn't have been there. What They're yeah. they going to say Florida State should have been there? Oh, sure. Well, that's what the Florida State fans are going to say. The Alabama they fans say that anyway. But my, but my <laughs> point is, the people that uh, that's the reason I, I'm that's the reason I'm not going to have Tim Brando on. I don't want to hear all that. <laughs> well, yeah, if they were to look, now, I don't think the Alabama the national take will say, well, Alabama shouldn't have been there. Uh, you have to throw a fourth and thirty-one pass in the end zone to beat a six and six Auburn team. You shouldn't have been there anyway. Uh, that's so, what they'll say. Well, everybody has a right to say what they want to say, I guess. Yeah, you can say whatever you want to say, but we don't have to agree with it. 
I'm curious, both of y'all's reaction, um, speaking of Tim Brando, yesterday he said on Twitter that the national championship winner is not in California and that it's going to be either Texas or Washington. Hmm. That's his opinion. Well, he's got a, you know, he's been a a guy I've had on the show because I've known him, but he's uh, he's a guy that's that's so one-sided towards LSU and uh, I was going to have him on the week of the LSU game, and we couldn't work it out. And he said, "Well, might, he might it, probably better off because I was going to pick LSU to win." And so when he said that to me, and that we're friends, but I'm not going to get into in that kind of crap. So mm. I, I don't want to have him on. You wanted to get me in trouble with uh, Ron Higgins yesterday about Kim Mulkey. Kim, yeah, I thought that'd be pretty cute. Yeah. yeah. So um, Kim, I thought I tried to get some stirred up about Kim Mulkey, but. I talked. Dale Brown called me the other day, and uh, he was going on about the, the dressing room at the ladies' house and all that million dollars or something. So I, I just thought, well, you know, she is, you know, uh, dressed flashy, and of course they'd say I'd wear plaids, you know, whatever. But you know. All right, let's get to the uh, Yellowwood Hotline here and get Tom in. Good morning, Tom. Hey, Tom. Morning, Coach. Morning, Bear. How y'all this morning? Okay. We're okay. Yeah, it's hard. We're hanging in there. Sometimes you got to lose to get you, you know, we had won 12 straight, so we probably needed a a little bit of a hated it, but but sometimes you can use it as a positive. Hopefully we will. Good. So you play again today? Yeah, at 2.30, yep. I was going to, the reason I called in, uh, I, I guess this is kind of related to, uh, the discussion uh, with the players and all that. Uh, Nick Kelly got a piece in the Tuscaloosa News today, and it's outstanding. And it's uh, kind of a profile on uh, Tommy Reese. And uh, so I, I, I would suggest reading that because it, it's insight as to part of the decision that went into uh, – the uh, quarterback decision earlier this year, and uh, the statement in there was that Tommy Reese had to make a decision under the guidance of Coach Saban, and it was, are we going to continue to try to go down this systematic way of running the offense, or are we going to modify to get the best out of the players that we have. Well, we all know what happened. We know what side that decision came in. But I thought that was an interesting uh, take. And I don't know if somebody told Nick Kelly that or did he pick up on that. I don't know how he came to that conclusion. But isn't isn't that something of what happened in a nutshell right in front of our eyes? Well, we've heard <clears throat> Coach say all the time when you come in, they have a system in place. Well, I don't know if that system was ever fit for for Jalen Milrow, uh, you know, more of a – Hold up, time out. Scott Hunter, remember what yeah. he said in his interview? Yeah. Sorry to interrupt, no, but I ahead. thought you got to throw that in there. Yeah, go ahead. Tell me what he said or tell the listeners. Well, this is what Scott said. said if you're going to run a system where you're dropped back and you're throwing the ball and, and a pro type, you've got to recruit to that system. And he didn't think Jalen 
was the type quarterback that fit the system that they had been running, like under Matt Jones. And and it don't matter what kind of system you got with Bryce Young, he was going to do well. And I don't care what what right. the system is. Right. But Jalen wasn't necessarily the the prototype that was fitting what uh, Coach Saban saying they were going to want to run. That was Scott Hunter said that. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. That Tom, and he Tom. Said, you go, if you go get a yes, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no go, go ahead. Finish. Go ahead and finish. Oh, right. Hey, Scott said, if you go have a running quarterback, you better have a running offense. That's what he said in so many words. He did. He didn't say in that article that I. Then I said Tommy Reese was going to be the next head football coach at Alabama. Did he? Did he? Close. <laughs> I, 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 that that when I saw. Him, oh, give me some credit, Tom. Give me some credit, Tom. Tom, give me, Tom, give me some credit on that because they laughed at me. But all the pe- all the people that want to kill Bill, o- Bill O'Brien now, they need to look in the mirror and say after Game Three. Were they ready to ship Tommy Reese off? Yeah. They, they, they looked at the 10-yard line at the Auburn game when they went 90, 90 yards for a touchdown. Every one of them was saying, get rid of Tommy Reese. Coach Saban made a mistake. And now, after he's had some time, everybody's very happy. So they're doing the same thing that Jalen Milrow said Bill O'Brien did. Correct, Tom? You're right. That's another thing that I got out of the article that I read that they – they, you know, the, here's what I admire about everything that I found out in that article was that they were willing to change, to do whatever they had to do. Uh, and, and it's a bunch of information in there on the personality about Tommy Reese. It's interesting. I would suggest everybody go and read it. It gives insight to the person. But, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're that, exactly that, that right. guy, El Fizzle, that sent me the bird, uh, I guarantee you El Fizzle was ready to get rid of Tommy Reese after game three. Guarantee you. Now, they'll never admit it, but they were. But it, So they did the same thing. Did you, did you happen to listen to any of the calls on the show? No. Uh, they, Gary Harris had uh, a couple of callers that would call in and just kill him because he would say that Jalen Milrow is a good uh, athlete. That, it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt. But anyway, I, I would suggest reading that. Coach, you, you, you know what? He was one step uh, away from saying uh, Coach Sanderson. <laughs> <laughs> well, but this morning, I listened to people talking about Tommy Reese going to be a great head coach one day. So maybe maybe he's turned turned around. Maybe he's turned the car around, Tommy. Really? If, uh, if you believe Twitter, it, it, uh, he might be the head coach next year. I no, don't know. He, he may be the new head coach at Michigan. People are just killing that poor guy. And now they're all fired up. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Yes, please. All right, get to break here. We'll get our main man, Russell Biven, in. Two men in a truck down at 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. It's local, out of town. Out of state, or you just need people to come help you get the house back in order, give them a call today, 205-247-5050. That's two minute truck movers who care. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Things looking pretty good on the roadways. Now, I am seeing some congestion. This is on Skyland at 69. Everything else looks pretty good. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call, 205-886-8886. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. 
The two winningest programs in college football history collide. Jada, look, he's got it wide open. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. It's Saban versus Harbaugh. It's the Alabama Crimson Tide and the Michigan Wolverines in the college football playoff semifinal at the Rose Bowl. Our coverage starts at 1 this Monday on your home for Alabama football. Tune in to Tide. Two-time state champion and two-time NIT champion, Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide 100.9. Looking to build that fence, the deck, the pergola, whatever you're going to build. You want to use pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is closest to you. All right, we'll go all the way up to Knoxville, Tennessee, and we'll get a, uh, some information on the Tennessee Volunteers. We'll talk all SEC with Russell, but I uh, love having Russell Biven in with us. Good morning, Russell. How are you? Hey, Russell. Good morning. Hey, Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year, Russell. Uh, we had uh, we had a football coach on yesterday, and Barry asked him, uh, "Did he think that uh, the quarterback at at uh, Tennessee, uh, Milton, should get, should go pro? Should he drop drop out and go pro and, and get ready?" And he said, "No, he shouldn't. He needed to play." Uh, I don't know. And I ask you, ask you that question to to see what the Tennessee coaching staff thought, not the fans particularly, yeah. uh, and where Tennessee is with their football team when they play Iowa. Yeah, well, I can tell you the fans are ready to see uh, Nico come in at quarterback. Okay. Um, I think the coaches are are at that point too. I don't think the coaches were there three weeks ago maybe, but I think they're there now. I yeah. think that, uh, you know, I think what's going to happen is going to be pretty fascinating with Joe Milton. It's going to be a lot like Richardson from Florida because it's, it's while Tennessee fans might not might have gotten frustrated with him, his film, you know, going back to the the Orange Bowl is a lot better than Richardson. And I guarantee you, on on pro days and during the combine, Milton will come out there and throw a ball seventy yards, rolling out to his left and. Some NFL guy is going to say, there's a top 10 pick. <laughs> you know, some of this stuff's just amazing to me. Um, when he when when he's probably not a top 10 pick, right? But but his sheer talent is, is probably going to make him something like that. So, um, But I think the coaching staff's ready to to start having Nico. You know, Nico came December. He was there for the Orange Bowl. He, he came early to Tennessee because he wanted to start learning this offense and and, you know, he, he wasn't quite ready during the season. And actually, um, they're, they're able to redshirt him because this will be his fourth appearance. But he has admittedly said that the speed of the game was, was hard. But the tempo of the Tennessee offense was a complete shock to him. So I think he's, he's starting to get that. I'm not sure Joe Milton ever did get that. And so that's why I think they're ready to go to go with Nico, and it's probably a, a decision that was mutual 
with Joe Milton and the coaches. Yeah, staff. that's what I wanted to ask you. Was that situation when they probably went to Joe Milton and said, look, we're, we're going to kind of like the Denver Broncos, we're going to make the change here. Uh, so for him to maybe right. save face to, so where, where he's not started, may not even play because they they want to take a look at this guy. He's the future. Uh, I don't blame him. Like, it probably would have helped Alabama last year had Jalen Milrow played in the bowl game instead of Bryce Young. If Bryce Young was going, uh, is, could that possibly be a situation where he's just saving face, yeah. opted out because he wasn't going to be the I starter I think that's anyway? right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that's I think that's probably what happened. And so, you know, he that that that's it, very for sure. You know, because they they can play Nico and still redshirt him. Now I don't know whether that'll mean anything three years from now, um, but it just makes sense for for Tennessee to go with yeah. Nico and not to go with Joe Milton. It just does, and it kind of makes sense for Joe Milton. Um, I, I'm I'm all for guys playing in bowl games. That's I, I've told you guys that I, it's about team, but in this situation, they weren't going to play him, and so I think they are doing. They like him a lot, and I think that's exactly what's taking place. Uh, on the other other aspects of Tennessee football, offensive and defensive wise, where are they as far as people staying with them for the Iowa game? Nineteen players uh, have opted out of the bowl game, either for the portal or to get ready for the NFL. Cool. Seven and a half, I think. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say a touchdown. Okay, so. Oh, the hook. But you know, if you take the under with Iowa this year, I think people are t- we're ten and two. Over under <laughs> is uh, thirty six and a half. Oh, it is not. Yes. You're kidding me. <laughs> no. Wow. Well, I, it seems to me Vegas always knows what they're doing. But good golly, when I watched it. Big Ten championship game, I fell asleep 19 times. I can't imagine those teams scoring, even tennis. I, I, maybe they will. I don't know. 
You think go, that many you points, think but... go under 36 and a half? Good land. Well, Iowa, Iowa's never, I don't think they've ever hit the over. <laughs> Man, I think they did one time. Tennessee is now, and, and Iowa, Tennessee is now a six point favorite. Okay. All right. So should that go? I do should think, that, Tennessee, should he go with yeah. Tennessee? I know. I think Tennessee's going to cover. I don't think, I wouldn't touch that other thing. But I don't <laughs> gamble, so I don't know. <laughs> No, I don't, I don't, I don't either. I, I mean, I will my blue. My, I'm going to be really blue if that blue plate's that blue. Great, guard nineteen players. Well, I yeah, was, no, I was know, got it, ten, ten out. Court, I don't know which yeah. ten. You don't ever know these guys. These ten, 10 29, 29 players. Yeah, my gracious. You know what you said there well, earlier, then, earlier, Russell. <laughs> uh, this is totally off subject, but uh, you talked about the NFL and. The quarterback from Florida. How bad are the NFL guys at evaluating? It's amazing, Barry. Joe Flacco's sitting on the couch over there, and none of these guys, these guys are dying for quarterbacks. He's over there playing with his kids on the couch. The Browns call him. And now if he started to begin the year, he might be the MVP. These guys are the it, worst. It's incredible. I, I don't understand it. Yeah. I don't understand it. I don't, I don't understand how you put so much emphasis on a pro day where everything is scripted and on, on the combine. I don't understand it. I, I do not for the life of me understand it. But I mean, think about if the Jets had kept Flacco. Yeah. He's sitting on the now, couch. Now, they didn't know Aaron Rodgers was going to go down, but they'd be, on the, they'd be in the playoffs. <laughs> He's sitting on the couch. I heard a guy it's say mind-boggling. Yesterday, he might can sign a two-year, $50 million deal now. And he was on the couch, Russell. <laughs> Amazing. And these guys, oh, are, unbelievable. that's all they do is evaluate quarterbacks. They're, they are the worst yeah. in that league. At I'm telling you, Joe, Joe Milton, I, I think it, on the planet, as probably one of the top three arms strength-wise on the planet. I, I, I really believe that, on the planet. And I think he's his first play on pro day over at Tennessee, he's going to roll to his left, he's right-handed, and he's going to overthrow the kid by 30 yards, and they're, and every NFL guy is going to look, start writing down stuff on his paper. Yeah. And they're going to look at the Orange Bowl film when he just annihilated Clemson and be like, I'm telling you guys, this guy can play. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and, he, yeah. Does, and he does have a ton of talent. He does, and he'll run a 4 four forty. Yeah. Right? And so they're going to be like, holy cow. It's, <laughs> it, you know, this guy is a unicorn. Yeah. And – yeah. That's what's going to happen. And then you look at a guy like Brock Purdy just sitting over there, you know. It's just weird. Yeah. It is. It's mind-boggling. Russell, you're on the outside looking in. Uh, over here, everybody that calls, they they pick Alabama to win. Uh, you know, if what's your feeling with this Michigan game here with Alabama? Jim Harbaugh, uh, you know, I don't think he coached but half the games over there this year. They've done some – Kind of shady things over there. Alabama saying they can't even watch uh, film on their iPad, which is mind-boggling to me. But what, what's your feeling on this Michigan-Alabama game? I mean, I'm going to sound like a homer, but I, I think Alabama's. I think Alabama's going to win. I think that when you just look at Michigan against certain teams this year, and mainly when you look at the improvement of Alabama. This season, I mean, when we were talking in say game three or four earlier this year, we had no idea who they were even going to roll out at quarterback or anything else. And now, all of a sudden, you know, 
they look really, really good. And uh, so I, I think it's a perfect time for Alabama to be hitting their stride. I think they're going to win. I think it's going to be interesting to see who who wins that other game. And, you know, I think the Tide's going to be playing in the national championship again. Yeah, that. Anything else football-wise before I ask you about Tennessee basketball? Anything football-wise we need to discuss? I Tennessee recruit. Do they have a good recruiting class? Yeah, they, they've got a pretty good recruiting class. But I think what's, what's interesting uh, – to me, is how Lane Kiffin has come in and and picked off these Tennessee guys. I mean, hmm. really, really good Tennessee guys. Really? really good Tennessee players have gone to, the, you know, Ole Miss through the portal. I mean, it's fascinating. They must have gone to the Garden. Uh, but, yeah, that's right. It's, uh, I don't know, that guy's doing something. And, and they're all defensive guys, so he's he's figuring out. his He gets his defense straightened up and, Next year's going to be crazy. No East, no West. It, you know. Lane Kiffin plucked some Tennessee players out of the portal? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, really good players. Oh. Probably their best defensive player. And then, well, probably then another one is probably their third or fourth best defensive player. And they got the kid from uh, Texas A&M, so his defense going to – I heard somebody say they thought he'd be top five next year, uh, Russell. In the preseason, am I cra- Let me let me tell you this: Am I crazy to say Lane Kiffin will take over for Nick Saban? Yes. Why? Alabama's too proper to bring in uh, somebody who's so loose. I already named it. I already named the guy taking over Nick Saban, Tommy Reese. <laughs> Tommy Reese. He says Tommy. I, Reese. I think Nick Saban. I think uh, I think it's going to be Kiffin. Do you, do you I not, see where you're coming from, Barry. I really do. Russell, but, you know, Russell, Russell, think I, about this, though. Nick Saban had to fire him before the national championship game because of how he was acting. They're going to bring that guy back to run this program? He ain't coming back. Think about it like that, Russell. I think – all right, but I think their relationship has improved even since then. Yeah, but – I don't think he's going to sign off on bringing Lane Kiffin back to. Not that no. I don't know. I Lane don't Kiffin it. cost him a national championship. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> so you know, maybe it's time for you, you might be right, but I don't see it. Yeah. I don't anyway, I don't know. I just just uh, who knows? That, who knows? Put that in your hat. Put that I hope it's going to be a long head. time. That ain't right. That ain't going. That ain't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you guys though, I had all the kids last night in the movie, in a move, this movie, animated movie last night, and I'm reading the, I got this phone where you can read the voice message, and I'm reading it from Coach on how he's got the blue plate. <laughs> you you messed him up. He had it all side decided when you said 19, he about fell out of his chair. 19. So I get out of the movie and I and I immediately. Tra- find out that there are 11 guys in the portal and I start laughing well this morning I wake up and make a couple calls and find out there's 19 and that's why I'm laughing so hard <laughs> I knew coaches reaction would be pretty good yeah yeah well. Tennessee basketball any good <laughs> they're really good are they they're really good yep they're back they had for the first time I think well since Rick can remember they had five days off at Christmas time no games, no nothing. So they uh, they they all went home. You know, obviously they're back. They practiced yesterday and 
Um, they'll get back after it today, and then I, they play on the second. Um, and getting closer to SEC play, but yeah, I think they're 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 this this Connect kid. I don't know if you guys have seen him yeah, play yet. Connect, he's good. But yeah. my goodness, yeah, he's different. He's a he's. How many years he have? Old. How many years does he have? He's transferred two. I think I think I think at most he's got two, but um, it's where'd he you know he's like he, Jimmy. Where did he, he transfer from? <laughs> West, he's like West. North, yeah, I think Northern Colorado or something. And oh, he yeah. wasn't even all conference yeah. over there. And there he scores thirty-seven at Chapel Hill, and yeah. Yeah, I mean he he kind of reminds me of old Jimmy Chitwood from Hoosiers, you know. But I mean the, the guy just he's unbelievable. I mean, he's tall. He's big. He's physical. He's he uses his left hand just beautifully. I mean, like shades of Luka Doncic, beautiful. I mean, he's just he's a, just a really good player. I don't I don't know. This kid's special to me. He's fun to watch because he's kind of refreshing. Mm. Well, Russ, well, oh, 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 well, well, before we go, Barry, I want to ask him about Tennessee baseball. Okay. Go ahead. Right there. <laughs> you love this question. Yeah. <laughs> are you going to ask me if, you, if is he hated as is he hated as much in Knoxville as he is everywhere else? Is that what you're? Well, I guess. <laughs> and I got I got a grandson that's going to be a baseball player. I just kind of interested in him. He's he's kind of a guy. Oh, that, now you. <laughs> well, no, but he kind of gets a lot of players, and he makes a lot of people mad at him. What kind of guy? What, tell tell us about him. Well. He does do that. He uh, he gets a ton of players. He does he does that for sure. And then obviously his odds of having guys that are good or go up a lot. But you know, Tony is. Um, I'm trying to say this the right way. He knows his brand. You know, early on, the administration after after the season before this year, you know, where they were always kind of the bad boys and all that. The administration told him, "Look, you need. We need to act a little more proper, right?" Yeah. So he said, "Okay." Well, they stunk. <laughs> they stunk. And Tony, at around eleven o'clock at night, got the guys out on the field and said, "Boys, it's time for us to go back to how to who we are, and we're gonna." <laughs> And that night, they ended up having a blast out on the field just playing pickup baseball together. But they got back to, you know, that brash type thing that they like to play, and they started winning again. So, I mean, Tony knows his brand, and, and I'll tell you what, the guy can recruit. The guy can recruit, and he's got a couple coaches around him that know baseball probably, I mean, as good as anybody. They're pitching coach i mean they just know baseball they guys that absolutely know baseball they don't just lean on analytics they don't just lean on their own knowledge they lean on both so it's a great program and they they're doing all these renovations and they're selling out every game it's crazy will tennessee win will tennessee win the sec basketball uh deal that round round robin i think you know that's all. It's always tough when you ter- talk about tournament tournament play. Well, not, but, not tournament. Just the, the eighteen round. They pick number one in the league. Are they are they good enough to be number I one? Win the, I think they'll win the regular season. I do. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. 
Wow. Tournament-wise, you know, who knows? But yeah. I, I do think they'll win the SEC. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I hope you have a good new year, and I appreciate you telling me that 19, team, 19 players left in the <laughs> He said they were going to still cover six. So, yeah, I'll uh, take it. So, so we can blame him if it doesn't hit. Yeah, I'll be a genius yeah. if, we were, if we were to win. Be interested to see how they – but I think, <laughs> you know, what they're doing. Now you've got me excited to watch Tennessee because I want to see this quarterback, you know. So uh, I think that puts eyes on the hey. Russell. Yeah. They, they say that he has done things in practice that that coaches and players have have been like, what what just happened? Mm, yeah, you know, I'm, earned, liking this, I'm liking this. I'm liking this. Earning his eight million. Yeah, I'm yeah. liking this. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what. Now remember this. Remember what I told you about Joe Milton and this combine stuff. Yeah. Well, and also remember Joe at the Orange Bowl last year. Joe Milton threw an orange 110 yards. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's played baseball. So, yeah, I'm, and I'm gonna tell them I took I, when we win. I'm gonna tell them I had the guts to con- stay with it after finding out they lost nineteen. Yeah, good <laughs> I just love you. Say, I just love you say when we when we win. <laughs> we it's we now. And Ru- Russell, I want you to spend the rest of the day thinking that Lane Kiffin thing, rethinking that, uh, Russell. Here's one. Here's one. Here's one. You're too smart for that, Russell. Take a nap. Here's what I want you to do. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to spend all day rethinking that Lane Kiffin thing, too. All right. I'll do it. I'll do it. Because if it's not Dabo, it's going to be Lane Kiffin. Oh, ain't going to be no Lane Kiffin. (laughs) Thanks, Russell. I'm just telling you. Thank you, Russell. You're great. Thank you. Lane I appreciate you guys. Lane Kiffin. <laughs> Russell's pretty smart. He ain't that smart. If he's thinking Lane, he's, I'm going to put him in Doug's category if he thinks Lane Kiffin's going to be the new coach at Alabama. All right, we'll take the break. You guys call us. Would you, anybody else think Lane Kiffin's going to be the coach? Send us an app message or call us, 205-342-9904, or email me. Wimp and Barry at Yahoo.com. This is the Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Things looking pretty good on the roadways. Now, I am seeing some congestion. This is on Skyland at 69. Everything else looks pretty good. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. 205-886-8886. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at Towns and Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. Coming up up. on The Game with Ryan Fowler. Coming up on the Friday edition of The Game, presented by Brian Harden Construction. We will continue talking Alabama-Michigan as we're live here in L.A. We're getting you ready for the big game. It is presented by Taco Casa, Chicken Salad Chick, Bet You, Blue Spring Living Water, Briar Spray Foam, DanielMoreArt.com, Chuck Norwood, Remax of Gulf Shores. We're going to talk Alabama-Michigan, Alabama defense. On the showcase, we'll talk about it starting at 2 o'clock here on The Game. The longest-running sports program in Tuscaloosa. The Game with Ryan Fowler. Weekdays from 2 to 6 p.m. on Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Your Tide 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. Well, your Friday, mostly cloudy skies, rain showers, a few sprinkles, maybe a few snowflakes, uh, but don't count on it. 46 today, Tom. 32 tonight in mostly cloudy skies. Then for your Saturday, clearing during the afternoon, the uh, daytime by 49. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 35 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Eli Gold. 
Chris Stewart and Roger Hoover live right here. Tide 100.9 is a proud partner of the Crimson Tide Sports Network. Inside locker, Doug Bell will join us at eight fifteen. All right, uh, Justin, help me. What is the difference in all the Alabama fans that think not all, but most that think you know whatever that thought that Tommy Reese should be let go, that he was a terrible offensive coordinator, to what Bill O'Brien saying that Jalen Milrow needed to maybe find another position? They gave up on Tommy Reese. So, so what is the difference? Is there a difference? Is it the same? Other than they don't have any control over it. I was going to say, is that it? Is it that one is the fan and one is the coach? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But I'm saying they're holding Bill O'Brien not to the same standard they're holding themselves. And you have to let this thing play out. All right, we can discuss that and more when we get back from break. You listen to Todd. One hundred point nine. We want to thank Yellowwood. Pressure treated pine from Great Southern. No better place to go. Uh, then the yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is closest to you. And always remember, if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Things looking pretty good on the roadways. Now, I am seeing some congestion. This is on Skyland at 69. Everything else looks pretty good. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. 205-886-8886. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at Towns and Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. Tune in. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Eddie Garcia. In the NFL on Thursday Night Football, the Browns clinch a playoff spot with a 37-20 win over the Jets. Cleveland quarterback Joe Flacco had 309 yards passing and three touchdowns. He's the first Cleveland quarterback ever to have 300-plus passing yards in four consecutive games. The team's 4-1 and one with him as their starting quarterback, 11-5 and five overall, and they clinch a playoff spot for the third time since returning to the NFL in 1999. College football, we had four bowl games in the Alamo Bowl. Arizona beat Oklahoma 38-24 in the Pop-Tarts Bowl. It was Kansas State over NC State, 28-19. Pinstripe Bowl, Rutgers defeats Miami 31-24 in the Fenway Bowl. Boston College over SMU 23-14. In the NBA, the Pistons lost their 28th consecutive game, tying the NBA record. They had a 21-point lead on the road against the top team in the league. The Celtics lost 128-122 in overtime. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Well, welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. Phone lines are wide open here for about, oh, about 15 minutes till we get to Doug 
Bell. We want to thank Allstate Insurance agent Andrew Kniffer. Andrew's my agent. Let him become yours. I did 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Norport. Give Andrew and his staff a call. They can run the numbers for you. Shoot you a quote, 205-722-9201. You got the backing of Allstate Insurance, which is outstanding, but the local flavor with Andrew and his staff here. So if you ever have a problem here, and they know exactly uh, where to send you. So uh, we're going to do a blue plate special here a little bit later. I guess he's leaning towards Tennessee. That will be brought to you by Chuck Norwood and the REMAX team down in Orange Beach and Gulf Shores for all your buying or selling needs down in that area. Chuck Norwood is your guy. He'll take great care of you. Go to chucknorwood.com. Uh, you know, these NFL guys spend so much time analyzing and analytics and look at these guys. And here Joe Flacco sitting on the couch. Over. He's got a body of work. He doesn't even have a job. And these other teams are so uh, have so many quarterbacks that can't play a lick. Uh, I don't have a confidence at all in the NFL. Uh, do you, Dad, as far as picking quarterbacks? Uh, it's they, I think they overdo it sometimes. Maybe the analytics is, is too much. Just your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's very, very hard to select somebody, go by size and arm strength and run ability and everything in the world. The, the amazing thing to me is that it's not just done by one or two. It's done by a whole group of NFL people, coaches who, who really, and they, they are, there's so many of them that are opposite each other uh, in their total belief of a kid, of, of a person, a player. They just, one thinks this guy won't play, another thinks he's got a great chance. And it's just, uh, it's just confusing. I know that Regardless, regardless of how Bryce was at Alabama, you, people are fussing, you know, there because the team is no good, um, and it, it's I'm sure struggled on him because he was pick number one, and, and they're saying that, you know he was a terrific, terrific player, and uh, when when he leaves when he leaves Alabama, there's no reason to believe that he's not going to be uh, a great quarterback. You know, thus far, because the team is the way it is, uh, he's not surrounded by enough people to make him a great quarterback. It's, it's one of the problems. I don't know whether, what what the deal is, but Jalen Hurts, when he left and, and went to Oklahoma, uh, did good there uh, and moved on and done well with Philadelphia. It's just, uh, as you've said, People were down on him, and he couldn't play, and so forth, and so on. And I'm not sure, Barry. You can correct me if I'm wrong. That people really thought that Tua would be as good as he's been for Miami. Maybe they did. I I, I didn't sense that exactly. Uh, Justin, if you're the Browns, what do you do next year? You got Deshaun Watson there. That you're paying. Oh my goodness, the contract he's got is all guaranteed. <laughs> Do you let Flacco go and bring Deshaun Watson back once he's held? Because you got all this money invested in him. Uh, I think you have to. <laughs> I, I don't. I think maybe the only option for the Browns is to sell the team. I don't. I mean, the quarterback situation there. They they're trying to dig themselves out because the Browns. You well, know, they're just, in the playoffs now, though. Well, in the playoffs, but if playoffs. you lose, if you lose Joe Flacco, 
are you in the playoffs with Deshaun Watson? I don't, I don't know. Because you got all that money in him. And then. What, Tua surprised you, Barry? Uh, I always thought Tua could really throw the ball. Of course, he's throwing to elite receivers. Uh, but he, he's not really. I thought Tua would be uh, really good. Uh, I, think, I think that national narrative around Tua coach has been, for some reason, it got out there when he got into the league that he wasn't as good for some reason, yeah. and he gets a lot of hate for it. So. Yeah, people are trying to tell him he should retire because he – uh, you know, had a couple of concussions and gets hurt all the time. And even the guy on ESPN is very critical of him for putting on weight. But he put on weight to be more durable. Uh, yeah, his uh, coach has done a good job with him, too, B. Yeah, that coach is a he's a yeah, unique he's, he's a unique guy. Yeah, yeah, he is. Have you guy. ever heard him in a in a meeting with the team? I mean, this guy. You talk about. You think Barry Switzer cusses? Good <laughs> land. Really? Oh my goodness! He's, oh really? I mean, he's like a little kid, you know. He's away from his mom. He's getting to say some cuss words. So he is letting them flow. All right, how about Mac Jones? Where does Mac Jones go? He's showed that he could be a good quarterback. Maybe he's in a bad system. Uh, well, Mac Jones find another place to go and rekindle his career. In y'all, you two's opinion. Uh, well, I think I think you'll think is according to what Belichick decides to do. Uh, I'm not sure what that's going to be. Um, so if the new people new people were to come in, they may they may want him out. I don't I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. I bet he wants out of there. Uh, what do you think? I think Joe? Bill O'Brien's trying to tell him to change positions. And- <laughs> <laughs> he needs to cha- I don't think he needs to change positions. Uh, so. Um, yeah, we're going back to to Jalen Milrow. Uh, called. All right, so. Uh, Coach talks about there's a lot of things he wants them to be able to have a good time, but also the balance of, uh, you know, knowing what they're out there to do. Uh, obviously, they got out on Tuesday, so I'm sure they'll start to kind of cut some of that stuff off. I guess we had Tommy Reese. I guess the defensive coordinator will meet with the media today. What time is that? I don't know if we'll be covering that live, but these – Coordinators have an opportunity, and then they're going to start to really hone in and and tighten it up over there. Uh, what time is that today? It's nine fifteen. Defense will meet with media. All right. So that will that will we carry that? Uh, or I guess Gary. Uh, Gary's not going to be in today, so, so I guess that's up to me if yeah. I can find it. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it'll be good worth carrying there. But um, just your thoughts on these two coordinators that have come in? They've. Uh, Got some good coaches with them there. They got a ton of really smart analysts behind them that do things. Get your thought on how these two coordinators have done now that we've got we're thirteen games in. I think you've done well. I think defensively this this team has improved every time they play. And I think he's he's uh, you know they had maybe a signal problem in the first game or something that they they wanted to overcome getting the defensive sets. But outside of that, uh, the national people who know more, more about it than I do, I think he's really, you know, done very, very good. And they, you know, they're they're steady and they're they're smart and they played hard and uh, seem to have gotten better as the games went along. And so I think it's, you know, and I think Tommy's uh, Tommy's sort of done his way. And I, I think also one of the, one of the probably the pluses for Tommy being the, the quarterback coach. Is that he played the position? Uh, maybe, uh, and 
maybe maybe that's a little bit. I'm not saying I, I liked all. The, I've liked all the offensive coordinators, but I, I think he playing playing the position maybe just a tad more when he speaks to these players. They have a little bit better feel for what he says. Yeah, and when you have some success, then people start uh, to buy it. All right, let's get to the Andrew Knifer hotline. Get Philip into the show. Good morning, Philip. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. How are you? Happy Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. Hey, uh, Thank you. Yeah, man. Hey, I haven't been able to listen to all the shows today. I've been trying to make a doctor's appointment, which is impossible almost. Yeah. Um, I, I was going to ask you, uh, yesterday when the players were getting interviewed and, and they made the comment about the uh, iPads and, you know, and the coaches not wanting to review that stuff on their personal computers and all that stuff, do you think that's something the staff necessarily wanted them to say? I don't. Uh, normally, I don't really. you don't hear stuff like that come out of uh, Alabama. They don't give you a lot of radio talk unless somebody does something wrong or gets arrested or something like that. They don't give you like, – but Jalen Milrow and then them talking about the iPad situation. Uh, now, they're out in California, and people out in California could care less of what Alabama football players say. So it's more of a story back here – than it is there, but I think I don't. I think Coach likes to eliminate distractions, uh, and so I don't mm-hmm. think he would want want to deal with that. To be quite honest with, but so I agree with you. Yeah, I was uh, I was a little bit disappointed that Melrose said what he said. I don't have anything against uh, either guy, yeah. and um, I don't have a dog in that fight, but. Um, that could have been probably left unsaid. Yeah, I thought it could. Now people. Uh, go the other way and say that they're not surprised by me saying that. Well, I mean, what's the point? Uh, you know, in yeah. saying that you've you've won the job, you're 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 playing great. Just just keep focused on that. Don't don't get a little bit of full of yourself. I guess a little bit uh, maybe there and start I mean, criticizing your coaches. This that and the other. I don't yeah. know. I just don't. But I don't. I mean, it doesn't change how I feel about him. I just. Sometimes we say things we wish we could pull them mm-hmm. back. I wonder if he regrets it. Maybe he doesn't, uh, but we'll see. Well, you know, I, I'm I'm with you on that one. I wish, uh, I, I think it could have been not said. Just don't say anything. Just yeah. say, hey, you know, yeah. it worked out good for me. I, I worked, I worked hard, it worked out good for me. So yeah. there Make, you go. Making the best of my opportunity. Uh, it's a team thing. You know, I couldn't be successful without my teammates and let it go. So if yeah. Jalen... Hurts can bite his tongue. We all should be able to do it because he bit it and uh, stayed ready and look at him now. That being said, I'm going to say Alabama 27, Michigan 17. 27-17. Do you like that dad's going to do another blue paint today? And I think we're thinking he's leaning towards Tennessee with this new hot shot quarterback with 19 <laughs> players opted out. Do you like, the, do you like this pick, <laughs> Philip? Uh, you know, he doesn't. He, 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 he doesn't, doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. No, he doesn't like it. Well, I, all I know is one thing: that that new Tennessee quarterback, he's got the perfect name for a portal, doesn't he? <laughs> hey, we're gonna see if he's worth. Any of the one that's getting eight million? I think he's something like good. that. I think but he's going to. His great. last name is uh, the last part of his name is Leva L E A V A. But don't you want to watch now because he's playing? I do. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested in that game because he's playing. Yeah, see what he is. My blue, blue plays at 11 o'clock first in today. Oh. I think he did. I'm going to have to miss that Clemson. One. Well, 
Is the basketball team, they got to beat Liberty. Yeah, I would say so. I would think so. I don't know what kind of crowd they have to watch my game. be a hard team to play. Uh, they run a lot, but they've had time to prepare. So um, sometimes yeah, you they, get to play a team like that, you don't have time to prepare, but they have yeah. plenty of time to get ready. So I think they'll be fine there, Phillip. They'll sure. be fine. They'll, yeah. well, they'll be fine. I'll be giving you my SEC prediction on Alabama basketball next week. Can't okay. wait. Can't wait. Happy New Year, Phillip. Thank you. Bye, y'all. All right. Uh, we're going to get to break here. We'll get our main man, Douglas Bell in and sharpen my pencil. Uh, I don't even know what Doug's record is at this point, but we'll have oh. Doug talk a little golf and then we'll let him. And he'll give you all these statistics, Justin, <laughs> that that make it sound so good, and then it and then it won't hit. You listen, to, I'm going to die laughing if he picks Tennessee. You listen, Tide 100.9. Is he home of Alabama sports? So, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, and myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet Look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. I was crying. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Well, your Friday, mostly cloudy skies, rain showers, a few sprinkles, maybe a few snowflakes, uh, but don't count on it. 46 today, top line. 32 tonight in mostly cloudy skies. Then for your Saturday, clearing during the afternoon, the uh, daytime high 49. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 36 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Mr. SEC Tournament Wimp Sanderson gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room right here on Tide 100.9. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. All right, we'll get right up to the Andrew Knifer hotline. He's with... uh, PGA Tour Radio, PGA Tour Live, CBS Sports. He joins us every Monday, but we didn't have a show Monday, so we had to make sure that uh, we got Doug on. We always love to laugh with Doug. Uh, we kind of pick on Doug, but Doug knows uh, how much we love him. Doug Bell. Good morning, Doug. How are you, sir? <laughs> hey, Barry. Hey, Coach. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year to you. How you doing? Where are, oh, man, where, where, where are you today, Doug? <laughs> I'm actually uh, at home uh, okay. here in Birmingham, and okay. and I'll, I'll watch the Tide play basketball tomorrow, and then uh, then we'll head out to uh, the Rose Bowl to oh. watch the Crimson Tide wow. uh, beat Michigan, and then who knows where after that. My, my golf season doesn't start until I do not go to Hawaii this year. Uh, I'll be at home for the first two weeks, and then I'll be uh, in Palm Springs for the American Express. That's where my 
PGA Tour season will start. So I love Palm Springs. I've been there a bunch. It's great. great. It's great. So you played all those. I played all those courses at Palm Springs. Doug, all of them. Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and 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 John Rahm, by the way, um, who won in Hawaii last year, the Century, which is next week, obviously will not defend, and he won't defend at the American Express either because. Now he's a part of Live Golf. So, uh, but in, nevertheless, the PGA Tour season starts next week amidst all this football, uh, and I, and I'm excited. There's a lot of good young players out there on the PGA Tour. Why are you not going to Hawaii? It's a rotating thing. You know, there's there's eight of us on the right. broadcast team, and they rotate us. Uh, you know, I went last year, and so I, I'll be back out there, and well, hopefully, God willing, in three years. Well, before we get into your picks. Uh, give, us, give us a full rundown of LIV versus PGA. Anything else we need to know? Well, first off, the, you know, it, December 31st is the deadline, uh, the negotiating window between the PGA Tour and Live Golf, uh, the public investment uh, firm or public investment opportunity. They call it PIP. Um, and so we're just waiting to hear. I, I'm, I'm absolutely surprised that we haven't heard anything up until now. Uh, and I doubt it's going to happen on the weekend. So perhaps the, there's some sort of extension as they uh, try to come to an agreement. I, I think the holdup, guys, is they're trying to get that, you know, when we spoke two weeks ago, they're trying to get that third party involved, uh, this sports investment firm uh, in the United States, which includes, you know, Arthur Blank, owner of the Falcons, John Henry, owner of the Red Sox. And they're trying to get those guys involved. And I think when you're when you're trying to get everybody a piece of the pie, and we're talking about billionaires and uh, a lot of money. It just takes a little more time. So I, I think that will come to something will come to light here probably before the start of the tournament next week. Uh, but I wanted to tell you guys this. This is interesting. Gordon Sargent is the 20-year-old young man from Birmingham who plays at Vanderbilt, top college player in the country. He has already earned his PGA Tour card through PGA Tour University although he's still an amateur and he wants to play one more season at Vanderbilt. But keep in mind now, and he'll be at the Masters, and he can join the PGA Tour whenever he wants. Gordon Sargent went to Mountain Brook High School, uh, plays at Vanderbilt. And Nick Dunlap, the kid at the University of Alabama, 20 years old, just like Gordon Sargent, uh, who won the USAM. And he is just within three points of earning his PGA Tour card through PGA Tour University, which is given to the top collegiate player. And and he'll earn those points just by playing in the Masters as an amateur, the U.S. Open as an amateur, and the British Open as an amateur. So I think that's pretty cool. Two 20-year-olds with Alabama yeah. connections uh, are now on the verge of – Sure is. I mean, they're going to get their PGA Tour card whenever they want to turn pro. But I think both young men want to play one more season of college golf. Dunlap at Alabama – and sergeant at Vanderbilt. To me, I'm going to be following those kids. Um, I just, I've met them. They're really outstanding young guys. And at 20 years old, man, can they hit the golf ball? Yeah. Is that it's not awesome. a surprise? Isn't that, isn't that a surprise? Because in other sports, they want to get pro as fast as they can to make that money. And these two are, are willing to stay for, at their universities. Isn't that, that's a little bit shocking, isn't it? Well, it is. You know, golf's different, though. Number one, um, you know, I, I they're getting. NIL money, just yeah. like a football or sure. basketball player. Maybe yeah. I, I don't know what the amount, but I, I you know I think it's comfortable. Mm-hmm. And you know you get to play as an amateur one more time at the Masters. You get to play you know at the U.S. Open and the Open Championship, which is 
for a golfer, that's something you look back on going, wow, I play, I sit, you know, I slept in the crow's nest yeah. at uh, Augusta National two years or whatever. And the greats, have, the greats have all done that, whether Jack or Tiger or Phil Mickelson or, or whoever. So I, I think those guys, golf, golf's different. Um, it's not only an individual sport, but it's just, and, and golf is something, those guys are 20, right? And they're going to be playing golf, what, into their 50s, 60s? on PJ tour champions. So it's just, a, it's a different animal when you're talking about golfers compared to the team sports, even though a lot of these golfers now are making NFL quarterback money, which is interesting. Yeah. Before we get to football, Victor Hovland, uh, said he understood why John Rahm went. He doesn't like the LIV format, uh, with no cut. There was been pretty critical of, uh, the decision makers with the PGA Bay tour. Uh, just your thoughts on what Victor Hovland's thoughts are there. Well, I think, Barry, what you're seeing there is a guy like Hovland, uh, Liv has come after him hard three years in a row. And every year they've upped the ante. Like, hey, we'll pay you this. We'll pay you this. You know, finally they reached John Rahm's number, and he jumped. Apparently they've never reached Victor Hovland's number. Mm -hmm. um, now, he doesn't have any major championships. Uh, he has a FedEx Cup, and he's a talented guy. But uh, I, I think if you read in between the lines – you know, Victor Hovland would have jumped like any of those guys if you give him an outlandish number, and apparently it wasn't big enough. Uh, but I will say this about what you just read. That, that's the thing. That was the hang-up for Rom too, that they don't like the 54-hole format. You know, they'd rather have a 72-hole event. And, and the 54-hole number, the tournament, it doesn't allow them world ranking points. It, and that really, according to Victor and some of the others, that really makes that – a secondary tour. They, it already is, but when you only play 54 holes, it's almost like an exhibition. And so that's, that's, that's the hangup. Rom, that was really a sticking point from what I've been told. You know, Rom didn't like that. But again, when you start throwing out 350 to $500 million, whatever they were going to pay him, I think his agent and others got with him and said, listen, eventually that's going to change, but let's go ahead and do it now because that, that money's on the table, and it would be um, it, yeah, the agent you know, wants that money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be you, smart you, to say you no. Can get in there a day early and play another eighteen. Yeah, uh, agent, that agent, that agent <laughs> don't want them to leave. <laughs> I mean, you want to get there a day early and play another eighteen? <laughs> yeah, play play, play yeah. an emergency eighteen. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, then we'll get you and. We'll add up the scores, but look at the money. Boy, those those agents they they hook on and they do a good job of analyzing and saying the positive things to to yeah. those players. He too. saw that final number. He said, "Well, fifty four is not that bad. I'll save on the yeah. bottom." <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and, but see, that's the hang up too, because all these guys are falling out of the, the uh, top fifty in the world. You know, which gets you automatically into the majors because you don't get world ranking points for live tournaments. Um, and so that's, that's the deal. You know, when these guys first made the jump, everybody said, Oh, don't worry about it. It'll all fall into place in the next year or two, but that has not fallen into place. And so that's why, uh, you know, Dustin Johnson is no longer in the top 100 players in the world, which is mm. crazy. Uh, but, but then again, you know, he's, he's counting his money and has a beautiful family. He rides his boat a lot. So apparently he's enjoying life and not worrying about it. But um, but he no longer has, you know, DJ's no longer exempt into um, into the U.S. Open. 
Is there ever a time? Is is there ever a time where this money that you've been that you signed for, certainly you signed for it, for whatever reason you you don't get it? <laughs> I mean, I, well, I'm not, I'm, I know there's millions over there. I got all that, but is there is there is there a scare that that something could happen that the money that you've been signed for you don't really ever get all of it? Well, I think yeah, I think that's always out there. I, I think that's always a possibility. But I, I, you know, I think they, you know, contractually these lawyers get together, and yeah. a lot of it is guaranteed and uh, things of that nature. And so yeah, but I, but I think that's always if the league folds, for example, you know, you harken back to the old USFL days, and you know, Steve Young, the great Steve Young, signed that uh, that at the time it was an outlandish twenty-five year, twenty-five million dollar contract with the LA Express. And three years into it, the league folds. Yeah. So he never got any more money from uh, the L.A. Express, you know. So could that happen to live golf? Probably yeah. not. But, Coach, I think I think you bring up a point. Anything's possible if that league folds and they go they go another direction. Yeah, get it up front. All right, uh, Doug, are you picking any games today? Absolutely, guys. Absolutely. <laughs> Great. Well, I'm going to get me a pen. I mean, get me a pen. <laughs> yeah, I'll give, give you a second here, Coach. You want to write these notes down. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's uh, MD Welsh and Aesthetics. We'll talk about them at the end, but uh, all right, Doug, we got some. This is it, baby. You you need to you you need some wins. Here. Oh, you're going out big. You're going out big. I'm going out big. I told you though. Did you not tell you about South Alabama? Wasn't I right on about that one? I don't remember. You know, that. you pick one. You got one right. <laughs> they won fifty nine to ten. I told and you. You picked South it. You you pick, I don't remember it. you picking that. No, he didn't pick it. <laughs> well, now, now, guys, how come you don't you conveniently forget it when I get one right? Come on, <laughs> you ain't never picked South Alabama. You life. didn't go on the record because we would have tweeted it out. <laughs> yeah. so I remember. To... I remember, Barry. You said, "Hey." You know, tweet this out, and uh, yeah. you know because he thought about at halftime when they were ahead forty-one to nothing, he picked it. All right, we'll we'll give you that game. You're fifteen and thirty-three now. All right, <laughs> all right, well, Doug. I have a feeling that you're gonna you're gonna be better today. You better go take a nap. Tell us where you're going, Doug. Give us three games. All right, I'll give you three games. Uh, first off, Clemson, Kentucky. Uh -oh. uh, I'm going to be watching today, guys. You know, when I worked at Channel Forty Two back mm. in the day. And I remember meeting Coach Sanderson, Coach, uh, in my general manager's office for the first time. And boy, was I intimidated when he rolled into that office. And uh, but and I'm still intimidated. But anyway, um, that was a lot of fun. And that same time, I gave Dabo Sweeney the high school football player of the week award when he played at Pelham High School. Right. I'm just telling you, brings back memories. I, I'm a Dabo guy. Their defense the last six weeks of the year, speaking of Clemson, outstanding. All right. I, I think Clemson covers against Kentucky. God, you, you look, you chop it off my paper. So, <laughs> the line is going down, Doug. It's three and a half now. Ah, uh, Clemson, Clemson will cover, and Klubnik, their quarterback, has gotten better. Defensively, though, Clemson is really, really good. Ooh, and that Kentucky went over Louisville's notwithstanding. I, I like Clemson to cover. I, I like that oh. one. All right, so write that down. We got to tweet that out, uh, oh. Justin. He wants Clemson. Uh -oh. uh, how do you feel about that Tennessee? <laughs> that was my pick. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tennessee. Listen, Tennessee. I, I like that one too. Um, you know, Tennessee. What is it? Six and a half now. Uh, six. It's down to six. six. Oh, hold on a minute. Yeah. I don't want to tell you wrong. Hold on a minute. Let me. Okay. Let me look, because we were just on with the guy 
Talking about Tennessee. Uh, God, where is that game? Here we go. Um, Tennessee, it's six. Yeah, six. Yeah, I, I like Tennessee. Uh, you know, Iowa, I know. Last year in the bowl game, they, they shut out Kentucky. And, you know, given time, you know, Iowa, maybe there's a – Tennessee has not had a lot of opt-outs, guys. And 19. I, I think, uh, 19. 19. They've had 19. 19. Like I said, not as many as some. Uh, <laughs> oh, my. That was the eight ball. 19. And we, I'm picking them, too. Both of those I picked. You and Dad are on the same page. Yeah, I same like page. I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad I didn't do three. <laughs> but I got the lock of locks, guys. So oh, thank you. The lock oh. of locks. Oh, I know you love these. Um, the Florida State-Georgia game. Now, I mean, Georgia, come on now. Georgia's had their share of opt-outs. But Florida State, my goodness, they're going to play the same young man who played against Louisville at quarterback, the third-string kid. And I just, the whole mindset at Florida State, they're still playing that, you know, we, you know, we got disrespected. We should be in the playoffs card. I just think Georgia easily covers that 20. I know that's a lot. No, that's not that. I, I think Georgia just hammers Florida State. So say, take Georgia. All right, so yeah. tweet this out or exit out. Uh, he's got Georgia minus 20, Clemson yep. minus three and a half. So he waited. He got a yep. better line than you did. And then he's got Tennessee minus six. Yeah. So. Um, and yeah. I do not waver, guys, even though you did tell me that. I thought I'd pick mine today, Barry. I get, I get that three and a half. Yeah, we'll give you three and a half on the Tennessee. <laughs> Um, but you said well, that Georgia was an absolute lock. Oh, oh! I mean, I'm telling you, well, I, they are a lock. Minus twenty. Yeah, it's really it's it's be more than that. He'll hold score. He'll score. Hold the score down. I think y'all should do a three game parlay. No, I ain't done no three game. <laughs> Why not? Oh, by the, oh, by the way, did you hear? Did you hear about the guy last week? The five dollar parlay. Yeah. Yeah. One half a million dollars picking fourteen. Yeah, guys you should do that, Doug. As hot as you are. Oh, crap, Barry. It's only five bucks. <laughs> he, he won't even be able to buy her a cassage if he does that. It's only five bucks. He hits. He hits. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you, you got me thinking, Barry. Have you ever done you a par- Do you do parlays, Doug? Well, I don't just because I think they're, I think they're impossible to hit. Oh, uh, yes. Even, you're good. You know, I mean, good grace. You get those parlay cards and, you know, the numbers look great if you can hit six or seven, but it's impossible to hit three or four. Much less six or seven. But if you do. Oh, uh, yeah. Big. Oh, yeah. it's big. Yeah. I'd be bragging about it on the show. Yeah, we know you would. Maybe, so. Doug, Maybe I'll, when I yeah. get off with you, let me let me get with my man here. Let me see what he can do. Doug. Yeah. He's there. He's here. <laughs> I'm here. All right. I want to know. I want to take you through. You got the, you got the golf club. You're, you got your hands on the golf club. And you're taking it back. Yeah, uh, I know a lot about golf. I don't play good, but I know a lot about it. Give me, give me the. My movement is with my my wrist because I got to have more distance. Is to right. sort of have the the butt end of the club pointing, and my and my rule is hip it hip hip and handle go through right. together. How do you right. how do you break your wrist better? Uh, uh, Talk well, about breaking you know, your well, first off, you know the one thing I've noticed on the tour, and I'm I'm thinking about what you just said, 
And when you bring that club back, and every 100% of these guys do it, they pull their hands away from their body. Okay. And so as they pull their hands away from – and, you know, most people don't. You short arm it, right, because you're thinking that right elbow has to bend immediately. But all these PGA Tour pros, they bring their hands back. You look at Jack Nicklaus and go back to the greatest of all time. They bring those hands slowly back, and, Coach, as they bring that back, then naturally – your wrists are going to cock, and that's what happens. They bring it back, and then all of a sudden at the top, the right wrist breaks first. That brings the left wrist in, and it's a natural cocking motion. Right in, right yeah. wrist is first. I just think that they're yeah. not they're not bringing them up as much. They're bringing them more more towards the shoulder now, aren't they? Yes, they are because because of the equipment. You don't okay. need the full shoulder turn anymore. Okay, uh, and you know, and in essence, they bring their hands back. And I watch Justin Thomas all the time on the range. And, you know, he practices that move, right, where he pulls it back and looks at it, mm-hmm. and then he brings it back down. Yeah. You know, they, and they all bring it back slow. I tell everybody, listen, there's not one PGA Tour professional who goes back fast. Okay. They all bring it back slow. They bring mm-hmm. their hands away from their body. They don't bring it back as far. Very rarely do they go parallel anymore. They used yeah. to do the old thing. But they cock the right wrist first. They cock the right yeah. wrist first. Okay. And that That's naturally it. makes the left wrist cock, and then all of a sudden – it's just an explosion. Okay. Uh, you know, they just rip through the golf ball. And with the equipment now, it just goes a country mile. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what it's all about. So. Good tip. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. No, no. And that won't cost you. I'll, I'll send you a bill in the mail. Okay. All right. All right uh, Doug, tell me about MD Wellness and Aesthetics <laughs> before we let you go. Well, they're closed today. Uh, Susan, by the way, is a big Auburn fan. And she's at the Music City Bowl. Uh, yeah. And she'll reopen next Tuesday. Uh, 205-582-9216. Again, MD Wellness and Aesthetics, 650 Inverness Corners. Uh, go to the website uh, and check it all out about uh, weight loss, skin care, hair loss, uh, B12 shots, hormone replacement. They got it all, and it's all under the doctor's care. Don Mancuso is the MD. Great lady. Great ladies run the store, and they would love to see you. Again, MD Wellness and Aesthetics. Uh, 205-582-9216. Why in the world wouldn't you pick Auburn with Maryland's quarterback gone? (laughs) Well, you know, I kind of liked all the SEC teams except Kentucky, and I wasn't sure about LSU guys. You know, Daniels is not going to play, so you go with Nussmeyer, the backup, and that's a 10-point spread. So I kind of laid off that one, the Mm, LSU-Wisconsin game. Uh, I like Clemson. Mm. I kind of like all the other SEC teams. But, again, I just picked three for the show. Okay. That's all. Well, Well, go out uh, out and sell some pencils. uh, (laughs) You picked two of Dad's picks, so we'll see how he does with with his picks. Go sell some pencils. On the corner. Safe trip happy, out, out to Cali. Happy, happy New Year. Happy New happy Year, New Year. When are you leaving for Cali? Uh, Sunday. I'm going to watch the Tide play basketball, and then um, and hopefully they'll win and play a little better. Hit some three-pointers maybe for a change. Good and maybe great. play a little defense. What do you think? No, I'm hurt. Yeah, yeah, and then I'll okay. head out to the Rose. Y'all have a good, you and her have a good time. Thank you, Ru- Thank you, Doug. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Happy Bye. New Year. Happy Bye-bye. New Year. All right, let's tell them about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes. Wow, Prince Glover and Hayes. After that, mm. that that's a that's an accident right there. Him picking the same two teams I did. Uh, Prince Glover and Hayes, three, four, five, one, two, three, four. Got a, had an accident that really wasn't an accident. Stupidity on the part of the people that did what they did, and you are paying for it. 
uh, mentally and physically, and you need some help, then Prince Glover and Hayes are the people to visit with. They've been uh, very, very successful all over, all over the southeast. Uh, Alabama area, they're known pretty well. So three four five one two three four. Prince Glover and Hayes are outstanding attorneys, and he'll do a good job for you. PrinceLaw.net is the website. Always remember, if they don't win, you don't pay. You listen to Tide 100.9. This is the home of Alabama sports. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Things looking pretty good on the roadways. Now, I am seeing some congestion. This is on Skyland at 69. Everything else looks pretty good. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. 205-886-8886. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at Towns and Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. The two winningest programs in college football history collide. Shade look, he's got the wide open 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. It's Saban versus Harbaugh. It's the Alabama Crimson Tide and the Michigan Wolverines in the college football playoff semifinal at the Rose Bowl. Our coverage starts at 1 this Monday on your home for Alabama football. on Facebook today to watch our live shows. Read the great articles and interact with Bama fans today. Tuscaloosa Toyota. Go to TuscaloosaToyota.com. We're trying to get them over 300 cars sold this month. We talked to Justin. They're getting close to that 300 uh, car, truck, SUV, marks. Get by Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can go to the website, TuscaloosaToyota.com. Look at all the new inventory, the used inventory. You can schedule a service right there at the website. Swing by Skyland Boulevard and tell them that Wimp and Barry sent you. All right, uh, Chuck Norwood with the Remax. Uh, go to ChuckNorwood.com for all your real estate needs down in Orange Beach and Gulf Shores. And that place is booming, yeah. man. I'm going to try to playing a tournament down there next year during this time so we can hang out at the beach. Uh but uh Dad this Chuck and them have been they've been they I think they've done okay with us. I know their business is good, but no, I think their winnings is okay. Yeah, so let's uh give him one more pick here so you still lean Whatever the line is, I I took uh I took Clemson and gave the points. Barry can decide the line. I think he's three and a half well, well you've already done that one. We're talking, about, so you're going Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee, that line is uh, six. The over under is thirty five and a half. Okay, I'm Iowa. Going. I'm gonna look at Iowa's schedule here. As many points they've been giving up. Ooh, last few games, Michigan beat them twenty six to nothing. Nebraska, they beat Nebraska thirteen to ten. Illinois fifteen to thirteen. Rutgers twenty two to nothing. And Northwestern. 10 to 7, and they lost to Minnesota 12 to 10. Wisconsin, they beat 15 to 6. So, yeah, they play some solid defense, just don't score a ton of points. Yeah. So, well, so I, I think I think the guy at Tennessee is going to trick, trick us. I think he's going to be better than people think. The new quarterback? Yeah, I do. And, you know, that uh, I like the rule where if you don't play four, you can play up to four games and still get your red shirt. Yeah, so, I this kid too. will get to play, but he won't lose. Uh, the year I've heard NATO's talk about basketball needs to go to something like that to let you play these guys just a little bit to look at them without 
burned and then you have eligibility or, or, you know, if a kid gets injured and they hadn't played yeah. but in so many games they good can. Point. But, That's a good uh, point, yeah. But uh, so you think this kid's going to light it up, huh? I think he's going to do better than people think. I, the, the, the biggest problem we've got is that there are 18 people, 19 people around him that are not playing. Uh, makes it uh, a lot of newness in the offensive and defensive line, especially in the defensive in the uh, offensive line to block for him. Uh, that's a little bit scary. Him personally, I think if he, if he has some help, I think that's a good question. He has some help. He's going to do okay, I think. I it was pretty interesting what uh, Russell Bivin said about Joe Milton. Here We were being critical of him, but he may have been said, hey, you're not going to start this game. Uh, we're going we're gonna to look to the future, which I think more people probably should do. Unless, yeah. And so Joe Milton said, okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and yeah. uh, opt out. So he's one of the 19 opt-outs, but he probably wasn't going to play anyway. So, But uh, it was also interesting to hear that Lane Kiffin has been over in Knoxville plucking those players out of Tennessee. Uh, you but know but did, he get, did he get them from the University of Tennessee? Yeah. High school kids? He, said ten, he said transfer portals. He got them from the University of Tennessee. Yeah, that's where he'd rather go to anyway. Yeah, so he uh, got the best defensive player from Texas A&M, according to Russell Bivens. He's been over to Knoxville and plucked a couple of those. But don't you know he loves going to Knoxville and plucking some of those well, players? Well, I think, yeah, I think the big thing is that you have, you know, you've had a look at how they play. The only thing you worry about is their actions off the court, off the field. But you have a you have a real feel and a real knowledge of how they have played at the other place, and they're disgusted about something. And as long as that is that situation off the field is uh, manageable, I think that's that's a good way to go. Yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, Kevin Steele will meet with the media today, uh, and so. I'd like to hear him. Yeah, we had uh, Tommy Reese met with him yesterday. What time does Kevin meet with him, son? Well, what time did you say that was? I guess that's like seven something out there. Nine fifteen. So seven fifteen California time. Okay, I'm sure about that. Are you sure that's not nine? But they're gonna get him up and have him meet at the media at seven fifteen in California. That don't sound right. But I'm wait, not wait, saying wait, you're wrong. Check, <laughs> that don't sound right. I mean, nine fifteen here sounds fine, but I can't imagine they're making those guys go at seven fifteen. That's, that's going to be eleven fifteen. Our yeah, time. there 11:15. you go. See, that's why you got me here, Justin. Eleven fifteen. Eleven fifteen. Yeah. So okay. uh, I don't know. That'll be right during. I don't know what show might cover it. Maybe I don't know. But anyway, all right. Uh, we'll take this last break, and then we will come back here and put a bow on twenty twenty three. Let's the tide one hundred point nine. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Things looking pretty good on the roadways. Now, I am seeing some congestion. This is on Skyland at 69. Everything else looks pretty good. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. 205-886-8886. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. On the next Inside the Locker Room with Coach Wimp Sanderson and Barry Sanderson. We hope everybody has a happy new year. And tune in Tuesday, 7.30. Kevin Skarbinski will join us. We'll look back at the Alabama-Michigan game. We'll also look at what's next for Alabama football. Will they be playing in the national championship on Monday night? Or will we have to deal with this roster and the transfer report? Also, we'll take your phone calls in the second hour on Tide 100.9 and 12.30 a.m. WTBC.
Inside the Locker Room, weekdays 7 to 9 a.m. on Tide 100.9 and Tide100.9.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Well, your Friday, mostly cloudy skies, rain showers, a few sprinkles, maybe a few snowflakes, uh, but don't count on it. 46 today, Tom. 32 tonight in mostly cloudy skies. Then for your Saturday, clearing during the afternoon, the uh, daytime high 49. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 37 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. All right, uh, so we can go on record here. We'll, uh, us three will pick the two games on Monday. Uh, Dad, uh, give us your pick. Uh, I didn't ask you to do this, so you're doing it real quick here. But on Texas, uh, Texas and Washington will be the last game on Monday night. Um, that line doesn't matter. You just need to pick a winner. I don't know. I, I, I'll, I'll pick Texas. I, I, I'm not sure. Matt Washington may win it all. Give us a score there on Texas Washington. The line is, uh, let's see, three and a half. Over under is 63 and a half. So look for uh, a lot of offense in this particular game. What's your thoughts on the score? I'd say uh, say 23-20. Justin, you going with Texas or Washington in this game? I think Texas wins in a blowout fashion, 32-13. 32-13. So you look for Texas's defense uh, to hold down uh, Washington. All right, I'm going to take Texas as well. Um, and that probably means Washington's going to win since we all have taken Texas. Washington's good now. Uh, line's three and a half. I look for Texas uh, to win this thing, uh, you know, 34-24, somewhere in that range uh, there. All right, Dad, what do you think about Alabama, Michigan, that line is kind of wiggling around. It was one and a half. Now it's two as we speak uh, this morning. Alabama, Michigan, 4 o'clock on New Year's Day. What's your thought? I think it's a closer game than people people realize. I think it really is. I think it's going to be a very, very tough, tough game. Uh, I'll take Alabama winning it by, by uh, three points as well. I'll take it. I'll take it. Twenty-three twenty there. Twenty-three twenty. Justin, Alabama, Michigan. Uh, does anybody have the guts to pick Michigan uh, in this game? Uh, you're not going to find it here. I'm taking <laughs> Alabama. I think Coach is right. It's going to be very close. I think I see it playing out very much like the SEC championship game did. I think I like twenty-eight twenty Alabama. Twenty-eight twenty. So you look for it to go over uh, the forty-four and a half Michigan. Uh, the best defense maybe in the country. We'll see if Alabama, maybe they do as well, have as well. I think it'll be uh, two. To, how will Jalen Milrow play in this game, in y'all's opinion? Do you think this no, now getting a little bit of getting a little bit out there, talking a little bit, is that going to affect him at all? Do you think he's going to – if you have – if you're Jim Harbaugh, Harborough, as you call him, and you had three or four weeks to get ready for Milrow, do you think you'll have something – Designed up for this guy, Jay, uh, no. Jim Harbaugh is a pretty good, pretty smart football coach. I don't think he will. Okay, why? I just think that Jim Harbaugh goes with what, what, what. I just don't think he does it that way. I think he just 
has the assistant coaches study him some, but as far as having some trickery in the seat for a game, I don't think he does. What do you think, Justin? Uh, Jim Harbaugh has something special for Milrow with this much time. This guy's pretty smart now. No, yeah, he's a he's a great football coach. I just don't think the variables are the passing game, Milrow running, and then our running backs. I don't think you can game plan that. So it, it'll be interesting. He'll try to stop it. I don't think he does it successfully. Yeah, I'm going to say Alabama uh, wins this one. I know people want me to pick Michigan because I picked Georgia. Uh, I'm going to say Alabama wins it 24-20. Uh, in a close one, that'll be right that under, right under that forty four and a half. It'll be that half will be sitting there. It'll be costing some people some cash. So, uh, Justin, you doing the Gary Harris show today? Are right, we got a best of or what we got? Uh, today? Yeah, we're we're just gonna do a best of, and uh, we'll be going over. We had some interviews the other day from guys out in California, uh, so we'll be going back over those and getting our breakdown of Michigan Alabama. Well, there you go. We also got. Uh, Miller's Edge from 11 to 12, then uh, Big Noon Sports from 12 to 2, and Ryan Fowler in the game will finish you up for 2024. I know they may have some stuff over the weekend. That's it for today's show. We're going to get out and make way for Gary Harris. You're listed tied 100.9. This is the home of Alabama Sports. Have a safe and happy new year, everybody. <laughs>